If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's completely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Strictly Sports. I'm Jacob Brown, joined here with CJ Yuri and special guest today, Connor Martin. Steve Cashin is off today. He is working, uh, so we won't get to talk to him about anything today about the Bucks beating the Giants, but that was a good game. So we're going to start off the show a little differently today. We're going to have different segments in today's show, starting with short sports. If you know me from high school, you'll know what that was. I'm bringing it back. Short sports uh, is coming up in a little bit. Then we're going to have pretenders and contenders from the NFL. We're going to be talking about teams that we think are contenders for the playoffs and pretenders for the playoffs. And then we're going to finish the show with betters corner where we're going to do betting lines. No, I do not bet. My mom and dad are listening. They don't like that. I bet I'm not betting these games. I promise. We're just going to be talking about it. I promise. Uh, So we're going to start out with short sports here. So we're going to talk about the NFL games this week. There were a lot of interesting games that went on this week. Buffalo beat new England by three 24, 21. And we're going to talk about them a little bit later I don't necessarily like how they've been playing over the last three to four weeks. Josh Allen's been a little bit up and down. Their defense is a little shaky. They can barely beat the Patriots. I, you know, Cam Newton hasn't been playing that well. They didn't beat the Jets as much. They didn't cover for me that week when they played the Jets. So they need to start stepping it up there in the AFC East, especially with the Dolphins coming up right behind them. The Tennessee Titans lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 31 to 20 on Sunday. This is a bad loss for Tennessee. This is two weeks in a row where they played team. First of all, Pittsburgh, that game, that proved that Pittsburgh was legit. I was on them last week. This week, they proved it again, beating Baltimore. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Cincinnati, though, beating Tennessee, that's inexcusable if you're the Titans. They have the worst third-down defense in 30 years. So they really need to improve, get someone on defense uh, very soon. Cleveland Browns lost to the Vegas Raiders 16-6. to Baker, they said, oh, when Odell's out, he plays a lot better. Not so fast. They only scored six points. Colts beat the doors off the Lions. Good win. Green Bay Packers, another bad loss. I don't know necessarily if the Packers are a legit contender. I think they're a first-round playoff exit. Chiefs beat the Jets. Dolphins beat the Rams. I know CJ will be talking about that one later. Steelers prove they're legit again. Top five defense, beating Lamar again. Lamar hasn't won a playoff game. He hasn't won any big game in a while. Hasn't really played well this season. Is he the real deal? We'll talk about that later. Broncos beat the Chargers. Saints beat the Bears by three points. Bears are pretenders. I'll just preview that a little bit. Seahawks beat the 49ers. I think San Francisco is done. They're just too injured. Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. And then the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They played a terrible game this weekend. It was one of the worst games I've ever watched. So boring. I was at CJ's place for that one. Oh, my God. I couldn't even watch that game. Carson Wentz played terribly. We'll talk about that game. And then last night, Bucks barely beating the Giants. So that's our short sports segment, kind of previewing everything we're going to talk about today. So let's start this. CJ, you probably have a lot of thoughts about this weekend, especially your Dolphins, Tua, finally getting in there. How was your NFL weekend this week? 
Well, my NFL weekend was pretty good. Uh, and my two big fantasy football leagues, I got two dubs. Uh, so shout out to my fantasy football team. Shout out Mr. Unlimited to DK Metcalf. That is unreal. I think we're seeing a quarterback wide receiver connection that we're going to be seeing uh, down the line for a long time uh, for the next like at least five or six years. That is just going to be absolutely lethal. DK is legit. He's a freak. Uh, I can't believe teams let him slip to the Seahawks into the second round when they got him just incredible um so yeah they're they're legit i mean they beat the brakes off basically everybody uh, you know they had a kind of an off game against arizona but they probably still should have won that game that flag uh in that game that changed the tide uh i wasn't a very big fan of but regardless what are they six and one seven and one something like that yeah um, they're unbelievable but for the dolphins i mean holy crap that defense is unreal like the Dolphins defense is incredible. They're the highest scoring uh, defense in the league. They give up the fewest points per game allowed in the NFL. Uh, they made Goff look like a little girl. And Brian Flores, I mean, what else can you possibly ask for from a head coach? He he masterclassed the um, the defense against the, the last time he saw the Rams, which was um, – in New England in the Super Bowl, he made Goff look terrible. Then he made Goff look terrible in Miami. Uh, Tua didn't have to do much, so I wouldn't say that this was a good enough sample size to say, like you know, for all these reporters who absolutely need to see Tua throw like four touchdowns for them to even remotely care about Tua. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I thought um, the Sunday Night Football game was absolutely tragic. Um, ben, uh, what is it, Bonucci? Uh, yeah, Danucci. <laughs> yeah, d- dude, he's just he's throwing like these Mahomes sidearm passes, like he was like slinging them, and then they would just go out of bounds, and you're like, what's going on? I was just, I, I thought it was ridiculous that like the league, the- I thought the league didn't, uh, the league not flexing the uh, Steelers Ravens game into that Sunday night football slot was just a huge, it's all Jerry Jones opportunity. Like, I can't, like, like you have two his first start against the Rams. And the Steelers and Ravens playing at the same time at one o'clock, but we're you're going to give us the Eagles versus the Cowboys. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, more coming on, more more to come for my NFL takes. But overall, I thought it was a very entertaining weekend. And you know, I thought the biggest win of the entire weekend, apart from the Steelers beating the Ravens, I thought the biggest win was Burrow beating the Titans. Um, the Titans have lost two in a row now, but Burrow looked really good, and he looks like the real deal. All right, Connor. So. Your first takes here on on Strictly Sports. I know you're a Pats fan. I bashed him a little bit there, but it's true. Hey, first not, time uh, under three games under 500. He's not Pats. Oh, he's not. So you're Red he's Sox, just, but he's not. A, he's a Red Sox. He's a Red Sox guy. He's a huge Dolphins yeah. guy. Oh, uh, oh, the Red Sox are the only team I like outside of Florida. That's just because my my old ladies from Cape Cod. Ah, uh, makes sense. The Cape. All right, well, how, how was your experience with the Dolphins seeing Tua this weekend? I would have liked to see a little more of him, but the defense was just so good. Like, Tua literally did not need to play, you know? Like, he had that one fumble early on in the game, but, like, once Jakeem Grant returned that uh, punt or kickoff, like, the game was over. So... It was very nice to see him get the win, obviously. Uh, the the funniest thing that happened, though, was when Danucci, or that's his name, right? The Cowboy. Yeah, Danucci. Rigatoni. He did a play, did a play action with Zeke. 
and like he faked the handoff to Zeke and then like he went to run it. Which yeah. like then that I turned the game off right after that. Dan <laughs> <laughs> in the C group chat, I was like, this is the worst game I've ever watched. This, yeah, yeah, you did. Connor Connor's not lying. He did say uh in the group chat, he was like, I'm turning this off. This like is like what? Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have your yourself, you're like a fourth string quarterback. You're going to fake a handoff and then try to run to the outside. Like, that doesn't make any sense. What yeah. a decoy. Yeah. That, that game that, that game was absolutely right. brutal. A huge thing I want to point out is the Indianapolis Colts. And and they haven't played anyone difficult, like, by all means. Like, their schedule has been relatively easy. But this is the best defense that Phillip Rivers has ever had. Ever had. And Phillip Rivers is known for winning close games. So if the Indianapolis Colts can keep the game within one score going into the fourth quarter, they can win playoff games. They're better than the Titans. Titans just caught Desmond King, which is huge. But the Colts are better than the Titans. I think they win that division. And I think they go far in the playoffs. So you, think, so you think the Indianapolis Colts are a better team than the Tennessee Titans? Yes. And uh, what, like, like at, like at what positions do you, you say Philip Rivers is better than Tannehill? No, 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 no. I, I'm talking about the defense. Oh, the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I don't really, I'm not the biggest fan of the Titans defense. I mean, I mean Colts haven't played anyone difficult and most of their games are close games, but that defense is sick. Like I said, the Titans third down defense is the worst in 30 years. I, I heard that on Outkick on Clay Travis' show. Worst third down defense in 30 years. Yeah, bad, bad. I will say, though, I, I, I totally agree with you on your, the Colts' defense take. If you were to pair, put them up against the Titans' defense, I would probably take the Colts. I agree with well, that. Well, I think the Colts are number one in the league or number three in the league defense. Yeah, they're top five, that's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, so I totally agree with that. I would just say this. I find that – Plus 62-point differential. That's yeah, that's crazy. You're gonna win games that way, for sure. And they're they're gonna probably make the playoffs. Um, they're gonna probably win their division, right? Yeah, I mean we can we can look at their schedule. They're in the division with the Texans, right? Yeah, I mean we could. I mean yeah, the schedule the for Indianapolis, they get Baltimore home next week, then Tennessee, then Green Bay, then Tennessee again, Houston, Vegas, Houston, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. The, the game this week, Baltimore this week, is going to be huge. Yeah, but Tennessee also, they have a tough schedule too. I'm pulling it up right now. They also have to play Green Bay, I believe. Yeah, they get Chicago, Tennessee, Baltimore, Tennessee, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, Houston. I think Tennessee's got it more brutal. All right, so um, Connor had said that the he didn't he, – he, wait, you said the – you you said the Colts' schedule going forward was um, uh, like not very hard. You thought that only the Steelers were going to give them issues, right? Yeah, and especially I just read that the Ravens have Marlon Humphrey, their best cornerback, just got COVID, and six players are in danger of not playing because of close contact. So might be a good time to play them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Colts, Ravens this week in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That might be a good week to play them. Um, no, but in terms of the Colts, and uh, I, I find that to be a very interesting discussion because I don't, I don't really find the Colts to get enough um, publicity, yeah. and I don't think that people talk about them enough. 
and so also, they haven't even really used ty hilton yeah i haven't heard much like, of ty at all rivers and ty hilton haven't even got connected yet so if it's, that can happen like that's just it's been a lot of pascal right yeah pascal and their tight end got trey burton yeah, they have uh, they have three tie. They got Doyle, and then they've got the uh, the other guy that came in this year. Then they have Michael Pittman, who they drafted. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Hines at running back, top five O line. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see Hines' celebration? Yeah, this dude, the <laughs> yeah. flip. I, I want to know when did he decide that he was gonna do the flip? You know, that's uh, got to be a pure adrenaline thing, right? Oh, for I'm looking at what he got me in fantasy. He got me. 21 points on eight yards because he had two receiving touchdowns. Best fantasy play I've ever had. Eight yards, I got 21 points. That pass that Rivers threw, that like lob pass, any other defense, that's a pick six. (laughs) But the line. All right, guys. So we had a little bit of technical difficulties there with our audio. We had a tape recording completely lost. So we're going to do this segment now. We teased it in the beginning of the show. We've got pretenders versus contenders. There's a new segment we're going to do here. Basically, it's what the name describes. We're going to pick the pretenders who we think, okay, these are teams that are doing well, but we don't think they're going to end up doing well. Then we're going to pick our contenders who we think are kind of lying in the weeds there. They're going to end up being contenders in the end. So we're all going to give our choices and then talk about it. So I'm going to give mine. My two pretenders so far are the Baltimore Ravens and the Green Bay Packers, and I'll explain why. Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson, they have not won a big playoff game. Lamar Jackson can't beat the Steelers either. This is a team, top five defense. you got some other weapons. They have not proven that they are able to win in the big spot. That is why I have the Baltimore Ravens as a pretender. My other pretender this time in the NFC are the Green Bay Packers. This team, listen, every big game they play, they lose. I get it. CJ fact-checked me a few weeks ago and said, wait a second, they beat Seattle in the playoffs. Well, again, Seattle didn't have their full-strength team at the time. They were beating a very injured Seattle squad. What happened both times when they played San Francisco last year? They got creamed. They lost. What happened when they played Tampa this year? They lost. They just lost a bad game against Minnesota. Now, there's nothing you can do about Dalvin Cook running up and down your defense, but that kind of shows you, wait a second, when you are playing these good teams with the good running backs, are they going to run all over them too? So that's why I have those two teams as pretenders. And then my contenders, I've got the Indianapolis Colts and the Miami Dolphins. And I might be stealing that from CJ here, but I've got the Colts because – they have a top five offensive line every single year. They've got weapons. They've got Michael Pittman. They've got uh, three tight ends with Trey Burton leading the pack. They've got Jonathan Taylor and Hines at running back. That's without Marlon Mack. You've got T.Y. Hilton coming back sometime in the season. Their linebackers are fantastic, led by Leonard. Their safeties are great. They have a top three defense. And now you have Phillip Rivers with that offensive line, with everything surrounding him. I don't think Rivers is great, but I think the team is great. And I think with Tennessee, and we'll discuss Tennessee in a second, Tennessee has the worst third down stop percentage in 30 years. So Indianapolis, you don't have to worry about stuff like that. That's why I'm picking the Colts as a contender. They don't have those problems. And for the other contender spot, uh, I've got the Miami Dolphins. I like defense. 
The Miami Dolphins are top two in defense in almost all categories right now. They are flaming right now. Their schedule looks pretty good. You look at Cleveland, you look at these other teams, they're kind of slipping a little bit. Buffalo slipping a little bit. I think Miami, they have a really legitimate chance. And I know I'm talking to two Finns fans here, so I don't think there's going to be much debate there. We'll move on to CJ now. Who are your contenders and pretenders? All right, so I'll start off with my pretenders. Uh, I'm going to start off in the AFC East. I've got the Buffalo Bills as a pretender. Uh, they started off the the year super hot. Um, after that, they fizzled out. Any team that they played that was remotely good, uh, Josh Allen struggled against. Um, the Dolphins, who were still figuring out defense at the time, only lost by three points, uh, in which everybody fawned over um, or foamed at the mouth over J- Josh Allen's performance performance but the defense just isn't good so no matter how good josh allen plays in one game if they get to the playoffs they're gonna have to play chiefs they're gonna have to play steelers uh potentially ravens who can score in bunches uh and i don't like the bills to even win a game uh in the playoffs even if they get a somehow get a bye week i i I think that they're vulnerable um and they need that i thought that they would need to address the defense a little bit uh the run defense isn't too bad but the secondary is horrendous uh even with josh norman not a fan of the bills they're six and two I think they're more of a four and three team. Um, next pretender out of the AFC East is the Baltimore Ravens. I like the roster. The roster's good. Um, I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson throwing the football. Uh, a lot of people across the country, analysts and whatnot, have been very critical of Lamar Jackson's ball placement this year. Hollywood Brown has even taken to Twitter. Now, I, he's friends with Lamar Jackson. I don't think he was subtweeting Lamar. I think he was more or less subtweeting the offensive coordinator in the offensive scheme. Hollywood Brown is electric. He's getting like one reception a game. I mean, it's so frustrating. I'm, I'm a fantasy owner of Hollywood Brown. The guy's got one reception, three yards for a touchdown. If Without the touchdown, I would have been totally screwed. Uh, there's something wrong in that offense. And I feel like Lamar Jackson's really only comfortable throwing down the seam to Mark Andrews. Uh, and now we'll go over to the NFC. My first pretender is the... Uh, Los Angeles Rams at five and three. I think they're a pretender in every sense of the word. I don't think they're anywhere near a Super Bowl team um, in that conference. And it's not because the roster, I like the roster. It's just something's wrong with uh, the O-line and something's wrong with Goff. And if those two things are not good, I don't care how good your defense is. You can't score. You're not going to win. You're not going to be able to play against the Seahawks. You're not going to be able to play, to play against the Cardinals. You're not going to be able to play against the Saints or the Bucks. So they're my first pretender. Uh, they had a horrendous game against the Miami Dolphins defense. Now the Miami Dolphins defense is very good, but you would still expect the Rams to score a little bit more or maybe at least protect Goff. So then my second pretender out of the NFC would be the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Chicago Bears have a great defense. Uh, they're five and three. The offense is so bad. They've got to be like amongst the league's worst in, in the offense. I don't, I don't like their weapons. I don't like Nick Foles. Not the biggest fan of the O-line just not good over there. Uh, so those are my pretenders. So just to recap that I've got, uh, the Ravens, the bills and the AFC, and I've got the bears and the Rams in the NFC. All right. And then my contenders, uh, real quick. Um, my full, my, this is going to be a mainstream pick, but I really like the Steelers this year. I think the Steelers will, the Steelers will be in the AFC championship game against the chiefs, which will be an all time game. Agreed. In that stadium, yeah, that'll be honestly unreal game. Mike Tomlin against Mike Tomlin against Andy Reid, probably one of the only 
like the last couple times you'll see Big Ben in like such a big game like that. He's towards the end of his career. And then, of course, you got Mahomes and the, the crazy offense. And I'd like to see Mahomes in that offense against the Steelers defense. I mean, TJ Watt, um, you know, Hayward, this, the uh, Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, like that, that defense is just unbelievable. They bring the house and it'll be very interesting to see Mahomes against that if that game comes around. Um, my other contender would be um, the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this has been a Colts podcast, but they had such a great game uh, last week. Rivers looked really good. They started to complete their passes. The defense is really good. I think they're a contender to make some noise in the playoffs. I think they, they'll win in the first round. I think they'll be a tough play in the second round. That's why I have them as a contender. And now in the NFC, my first contender to go all the way would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was wrong about them at the start of the season. Brady looks really good. This Antonio Brown storyline, I'm a massive fan of. I think he's going to be really good. I think people were extremely critical of him, and rightfully so, over the past year and a half. I understand. I think he's a changed guy. After you watch all that football uh, from your couch, knowing that you are a top five wide receiver, you're top five at your position, you know that you can do this. And I feel like that's humbled him. At the same time, who better to have in the sport than Tom Brady? supporting you um he is tom brady's a huge believer in antonio brown and that's not to say that tom brady condones his actions but tom brady can is a huge believer in antonio brown coming back ab had an interview this morning or if it was yesterday i'm forgetting but i saw it on tv uh, while i was eating breakfast this morning uh antonio brown was wearing a tb12 hat and i feel like that like that just shows you you know there, there's a relationship there and and ab's living at brady's house yeah, and look, exactly. That's yeah. something I totally forgot to say that. AB's literally living at Tom Brady's house. Um, I think that that will, like, I think a, Brady to AB will be awesome. And I'm hoping to see a, a Buccaneers um, a Seahawks uh, NFC that championship. That's absolutely nuts. That's so cool. I can't imagine being in that house. Uh, and then lastly, um, I don't want to say the Seahawks just because everybody knows they're, there's a, they're a contender. I know Connor's high on this team. I'm a, I'm a big believer in the Cardinals. Uh, I think the Cardinals will, will make the playoffs and be an unbelievably tough play, either round one, round two, whatever it ends up being. So uh, those are my contenders. Um, and, yeah, that's it. All right, so we got Connor now. All right, so my picks have been compromised. But I'm <laughs> my best to share some new information. My pretender from the AFC is the – Oh, I'm just going to say the Bills. I, I don't have any other one. Like, the Bills suck. I don't like the Bills. They're in a mesh at running back. They don't really know who to run the ball with. Uh, they have two good ones, but they run them in wrong situations, I have. I feel like um, their defense gets burned. I just don't like the Bills. They're my first pretender. In the NFC, my pretender is the NFC East as a whole. I think <laughs> that division needs to be split up. They maybe need to do something where they flip-flop the AFC and NFC East. I don't know. But that division is awful. They do not deserve a home playoff game. And it just baffles me like that a three and four team with one tie is going to win the division. 
Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. So that's my pretender from the NFC and my contenders are going to be the Indianapolis Colts who I think are just fantastic. I think that they have the best chance to beat the Kansas city chiefs a better chance than the Steelers, because I think the Steelers are one dimensional on offense. And I think that the chiefs defense can stop that. And that is like the quick passes from Ben Roethlisberger or delayed handoffs to James Conner. Um, my contender from the NFC is the Green Bay Packers. And I'm high on the Green Bay Packers because Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers have won me some fantasy games. But I think that that team, they've lost two bad games. They lost to Tampa Bay bad, and they lost to Minnesota in a game that they probably should have won. An interesting point to highlight from that Green Bay Packers game, though, is that in the first half, there was only four possessions. And every team scored in the first half. So it basically sets up whoever gets the ball first in the second half to have the utmost advantage to win the game. Minnesota did that. Dalvin Cook scored five touchdowns. Like you can't, you, you can defend against it, but like you can't, you can't stop that if you're a depleted defense. I think that they'll get healthier. They'll get better. They have a couple COVID problems right now, but they play San Francisco in a Thursday night game. It's going to be an easy win. Green Bay Packers are my contender to beat Seattle. Green They're the Bay only team that I think can beat Seattle. Green Bay by literally 90 tonight. 90. If you have an alternate spread where it's like 18 and a half, take it. Unreal. Hey, they really could have because San Francisco, they lost, they already traded away Quan. They're injured all over the play. This is not San Francisco from last year, but we're all we're all pretty steadfast on contenders and pretenders. Um, no, I I totally agree on the Bills running back situation. Uh, like you said, Devin Singletary will get on a roll, then they'll put in Zach Moss, vice versa. I don't really know which one's a better pass catching back. I believe that Devin Singletary with his year last year, I think he's the bit of bit of a better um, in between the tackles back. While I feel like Zach Moss is a bit more of a down down downfield runner, uh, lower the shoulder kind of back. They've got, I mean, they're it's just really weird because they've got two similar backs. Like you go to Green Bay, Aaron Jones is a different back than Jamal Williams. They can they can actually factor yeah. in both. Singletary and Moss are like the same exact back, so it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense. So yeah, totally agree on that. And I also, uh, I also think that especially Jacob is sleeping a little bit on the Packers. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams would torch that Seahawks defense no matter what. I don't think the Seahawks secondary is very good. Yeah, I think Seattle would torch Green Bay's defense. Then, so I think they're they both have equally well, yeah, pretty of course, bad. Of course. Yeah, so I, yeah, I think it'll be a shootout in one of those games. But I do have some teams that are on the fence here. I've got on my fence. I've got Cleveland. New Orleans and Las Vegas. No, nobody's paying attention to Las Vegas. I'm not saying that they're a playoff team, but if you actually look at who they beat this year, uh, they beat New Orleans, they beat Kansas City, and they beat Cleveland this weekend. So they've had three pretty good wins. I'm not saying they're a playoff team, but they are four and three. So are the Dolphins. And they also play in the AFC West. They're going to get some free games against Denver free games against the Chargers possibly. Maybe they could take three out of four out of those four. We, we should really be talking about the Raiders. I, I don't necessarily like Derek Carr that much, but they've had some big wins. As for uh, Cleveland, 
them also. They've had some really good weeks. They've also had some really bad weeks. They're on the fence for me. They're five and two. I like the I can't. I can't I like call the them Raiders over the Browns. I do too. I like the Raiders over the Browns. So because yeah, Gruden's a good coach. And then, you know, the saints, I look at them, they're five and two, six and two, whatever the record is, but they don't necessarily scare me. You have Quan Alexander. They just acquired him in trade. We'll see how that works out, but that doesn't make their defense necessarily scary to me. Uh, Michael Thomas has also been out for a few weeks and they've still been able to put up points. So that's something to take note of, especially against that bears defense they were able to score some points. So again, I still like Seattle more than them. I like Green Bay even more than New Orleans. Uh, I like Tampa more than New Orleans. I think Tampa wins this Sunday. So th- I think this weekend will determine what we can think about New Orleans. Where are you guys on those three teams? I'll tell you um, what, I think that the Las Vegas Raiders, they're, they're a very well-coached team. Like they could, they could have a tough loss and then come back next week and beat the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, like comfortably too. Absolutely, they kind of dominated that game. So I don't like the Browns. Um, they're a well-coached team as well, but I don't think that they have the execution to like make the big plays consistently. Yep, totally agreed. Especially without Nick Chubb. Because Kareem Hunt is good, don't get me wrong, but having Nick Chubb in that backfield as well just makes them all the better. He should be back at some point, but it might be too late. Yeah, too late in a division with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Like it's and Cincinnati, they look like Bur- Joe Burrow looks great. Yeah. Oh looks- yeah. Yeah, Joe Burrow. It's he's fun to watch well, too. I really enjoy watching Joe Burrow. I'll tell you, though, I don't think the Browns really counted on having a little bit of a battle with the Miami Dolphins for that last seed. Um, I think life as a Browns fan or, or on the Browns would be much easier if the Dolphins weren't rolling right now because they're kind of fighting for that last seed with the Dolphins. And you, know, and you never know what Browns are going to show up on the Sunday. You might get the poop streak Browns in your underwear or you might get <laughs> – the legit Browns that are going to win like a random game in Baltimore. Like you just never know. And I think it might solely depend on the way Baker Mayfield cooks his eggs in the morning. You know, like (laughs) that's Johnny side up might have a great game. Scrambled (laughs) might play a little bit off. I don't like, I don't like it when he scrambles. He's not very good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, and he's so got like the worst side up. Baker would be like in the pocket, right? Like stays in the pocket, yeah, steps up. Like, but you're gelling around, you know. But you're <laughs> with some with some uh, with with some biscuits and jelly. Is that what you said? No, like you're the yolk. Like you're moving around the pocket. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're but you but you're staying central. You're not break. You're not breaking the yolk. All right. I love it. Very, very interesting analogy there. Uh, but, uh, hey, I got to ask you guys about this, though. Miles Gaskin just put on the IR today. Does that worry you with the Dolphins? Yes, it does, it does. a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that might be a problem because he was dominating and now they only have Burita. He, yeah, he's the main, he was the main workhorse. And, I, mean, I mean, I like the Washington pickup from the Chiefs. So Yeah, we'll see how Washington does. If he can supplement Gaskin in any way then we'll be okay, I think. I still think we owe um, – I still think because we owe like no Sean Moreno touches. Sorry, what was that? 
I think I think we we still owe no Sean Moreno a few touches. <laughs> His career in Miami like was really short. I think we could just bring him back. Maybe maybe Ricky Williams. Get him. Get Ricky Williams. That might be the move for them for sure. Uh, so we got this. Uh, we got this betting segment now. Better's corner right here and this is where and i I gotta make it clear okay mom and dad i'm not actually betting on these games okay i'm totally clean we're just talking about it we got a big audience here that likes betting we got to talk about it so i got my two picks here and then i'll let you guys go we've got a lot of really weird games this week i mean you look at these lines you kind of look at them and you're like wait what's going on here uh so i i'm gonna i'm looking at them now real quick so, oh, wow. So they actually, they moved the line on Raiders Chargers to an even line. Uh, so if that's the case, I was already betting on that. I was going to bet on that game. I got Raiders in this game in the pick em. I think they will definitely beat the Chargers, go to five and three. And my second pick, oof, man. I guess I'll just go with uh, Green Bay minus seven tonight. That's the easy one. San Francisco is depleted. Uh, what about you guys? We got two picks for the betters corner. We'll start with CJ. Uh, only two picks, right? Yes. Two picks. So I'm going to go ahead and switch what I was talking about on yesterday or Tuesday or forgetting what it was. Yeah. When we tried to record this. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at the board here. I had something in mind and I'm going to, I'm going to roll with it here. I'm going to take Titans minus six and I'm going to take Titans minus six here because I feel like they've they've lost two in a row. I think they bounce back big against the bears who are a playoff contender. I like the Titans. My last pick in the NFL would be dolphins plus four and a half. Um, I actually like them to win the game, but I, but if you're going to give me four and a half points, I'll take it. The defense is playing unbelievable. And I think they're going to limit Kyler Murray, uh, to make it make him stay in the pocket um and throw the ball which is the formula to beat uh kyla murray and uh lastly uh connor and i were talking before the show uh those are my two nfl bets but uh we talked for a college football bet we were going to take uh byu minus three and the over in that game they play boise state should be a really good one i like that one i like that one uh so also though you did uh when we first tried to record this you had Seahawks minus three over the Bills. Do you still like that one? I still like Seahawks minus three over the Bills, but uh, I actually like Titans minus six more. That's why I put it in. Okay. And I do like plus four and a half because at the end of the day, I do find the Bills to be a pretender, but you never know. that they're, they're a good team. They're a good roster. All right. So who knows? So my picks will consist of first – I'm getting. I'm gonna take Minnesota minus four over Detroit. That's a Stafford list Detroit. Galladay's banged up too. Defense looks awful. I like Minnesota to take care of business. They'll win by more than four or two. Mark my words. And my second pick is gonna be the under in Washington under forty three. New York Giants versus the Washington football team. Hey, wait, we we got we but you should over on Devontae Adams touchdowns Thursday night football. He's gonna score five. 
Five. Oh boy. Five touchdowns. <laughs> so, so you're saying take take this take his what is it probably like probably it's probably just to score a touchdown. So yeah, it's probably take over that five times. I would even put him up to score on the kickoff return. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey. I can't believe they have Trent Williams out tonight. The left tackle's done. That's crazy. I mean, literally the entire San Francisco roster, Bosa, all these guys, they're all out. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. This is a more personal question. Should I start the Green Bay Packers defense in fantasy? Oh, that's is a good it, question. Is it like is it fantasy football like in a league or is it DraftKings? Yeah, it's in our league. Oh, who who do you play? Well, that doesn't matter. I think that they they can get some fumbles tonight. I think that they get to the quarterback. I don't even know who the quarterback. Yeah, is. I mean, I would say that's a good play. What I, I mean, what about you, Jacob? Out there. I mean, it it makes sense to play them. I mean, they're playing. There's no Jimmy G, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, why not? Why not? Oh, I mean. My. I actually like Mullins more than Jimmy G, but that's a conversation. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Jimmy G is getting crapped on right now by everyone. He is just – his stock is the lowest it's ever been. He's not very good. He's not very good. I mean, hey, they they proved it when they had him throwing seven times total in a freaking game. I mean, that that's all that you need to know. In the playoffs. at halftime against the Miami Dolphins. Well, he broke his ankle. Not broke his ankle, but he hurt his ankle. That's a good point. Hey, we got we got two college football games this weekend. We got quick picks here. They're actually really big for how college football is going to finish out the season. We've got Clemson, Notre Dame this weekend. No Trevor Lawrence. And then we have Florida, Georgia. I'm personally going with Florida because I look at Georgia. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I just sneeze. I look at Georgia, and they, they have not been able to score – basically all year they were shut down by Kentucky their offense has not been moving the ball I like their defense a lot I love Kirby Smart I, li- I liked how they, they they roll over there but you look at Florida you look at Kyle Trask I look at that offense and I say they can put up 35 40 points a game I like how they've been doing it over there I've got Florida in that game and then I actually still have Clemson beating Notre Dame without Trevor Lawrence Notre Dame are frauds they're always frauds just like Michigan. Michigan's like, oh, Michigan, they're going to beat Ohio State this year, and then they lose to Michigan State. So you know what? Jim Harbaugh's got to go. That's a conversation for a different day. I'm going to have my friend who's a Michigan State fan on the show eventually. He hates Michigan as well. Uh, He'll definitely air out some grievances there. But, you know, what about these two games, though, guys? we got Florida, Georgia, Notre Dame, Clemson. CJ, who you got in these games? I've got Florida. I think Trask has a big day. I agree with you. Georgia's had some struggles. Um, and this is like this. This is the national championship game before the national or sorry. This is the SEC championship game for these guys before the SEC championship game comes around. So I got UF and I do think that um, Clemson's backup quarterback, who's that like unreal prospect from, I don't even know where was it Hawaii or California or something like that. Um, Somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's, He's yeah, you go you lately. Uh, he's phenomenal. I think he's unbelievable. And I, Notre Dame is always overrated, like you said. 
Um, so I do think it'll be, I, I think it'll be a game that lasts three quarters. And I think by the fourth quarter, just the Clemson's going to pull away by like a score or two and it just won't be a game. But I do believe like, like Clemson had struggles against Boston college. Right. But yes. this is very like he needed to get a start under his belt before he, you, you know, before he got the, the confidence. This honestly works out. He got the game against Boston College. He knows what uh, D1 pressure is like. Now, Notre Dame's a different beast, but I still like Clemson by probably like 10 points. All right, boys. I'm about to shake this show up. <laughs> so I know that yesterday I was fully on the Clemson train. But after, after further information gathered, I'm, I'm going to pick Notre Dame in this one. I think that uh, that Clemson defense that kind of just got torn apart by the Boston College quarterback will be even worse off with Ian Book back there. Ian Book's not the best quarterback in college football, but he's quarterback of the number four team in the nation for a reason. I think that Clemson, Notre Dame takes care of business at home. Clemson's freshman quarterback, he is the best quarterback in the class, in his class, but Notre Dame has one of the best defenses in college football. I, I, I'm taking Notre Dame in this one. I think that Clemson will miss Trevor Lawrence. And Interesting. Florida, Florida wins by like two touchdowns. I agree. And, and you know, that's actually interesting about Notre Dame. If they do lose, it, th these are the scenarios. So Joel Klatt was on Colin Coward's show. He basically said Notre Dame needs to beat Clemson at least one of the two times that they're going to play them to be in the college football playoffs. If you lose the game where Trevor's not playing, you know, good luck in that second try. So they, they really, Notre Dame has all the pressure to win this game. If they do, they can even afford losing to Clemson down the line. And that's barring, you know, if they go undefeated for the rest of the year, which I think they probably would. So, but that, that scenario is still out there. Uh, I got one more game for you guys. We got our boys, FAU. I will be calling this game on FAU Owl Radio with Zach Weinenberger. It's going to be at six o'clock on FAUOwlRadio.com. We got Western Kentucky at FAU. And FAU is the minus six and a half favorites. Do we have that? I'm not going to pick because I'm announcing the game. I don't want to be biased or anything. What do you guys have at this line? Do you think FAU covers, or do you think it's going to be plus six and a half Western Kentucky? Uh, I mean, I don't know if Connor watches too much FAU football, but uh, FAU, I would say, uh, wins by more than a touchdown. Okay, we got that. So we got the cover for FAU. And, Connor, you know, it's fine if you don't watch a lot of FAU football. I was just assuming. Yeah, I'm trying to see if my guys at USF play this weekend, but it, it doesn't look like they do. Oh, we got Memphis. So Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Memphis minus 17 and a half. I don't think USF Jesus, dude. Hey, Glenn Spencer, man, he left FAU. Now he's in USF trashing it up. I'll take I'll take Levitt all day. And CJ, you were tweeting about that. You like Levitt a lot. I like Jim Levitt. Jim Levitt defense is legit. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it plays well against Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's two and five. FAU's two and one. And also the game for FAU against Southern Miss just got rescheduled. So they are going to play that game. FAU trying to get everything in this year. It's good to see. 
And again, I'll be on that call this week on FAURadio.com. Me and Zach Weinerberger, home game versus Western Kentucky. Hopefully FAU pulls it out. So for this edition of Strictly Sports, CJ Uri for Connor Martin. You can find us on Twitter at Strictly Sports P, at Facebook and Instagram at Strictly Sports Productions. And you can find us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Not just this podcast, but Strictly Baseball, Strictly Hockey, Strictly Yankees, and Strictly Rangers can all be found on those platforms as well. We're actually going to be recording a new Strictly Rangers tonight that will be released tomorrow uh, with special guest George Lake. So we got a guest for that show. It's going to be fun. And yeah, for this edition of Strictly Sports, I am Jacob Brown, and we will see you next time.